Well, happy fall, ladies. Uh, Desiree Richards here, and I am so excited about this. Um, Self-care is one of my favorite topics, and um, it comes from a place of uh, me too. I have really had to learn how to create space and time for myself, but the benefits to doing it have been extraordinary. So I am so proud of you, first off, for having um, the courage to sign up for something like this. Number two, I'm proud of you for keeping your commitment to yourself in creating space to do something for your wellness. Um, I don't know if you know this, you've probably figured this out by now. If we don't take care of ourselves, nobody else is going to do it for us. So I just feel privileged to be able to do the work that I do. And um, we're just going to go ahead and jump in. So that being said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab some music really quick. We are just going to start with a simple breathing exercise. So you can use any sort of meditative music during this. Um, it doesn't have to be specific, but we are just going to use one of my favorite sound frequencies. So I will turn that on. And just uncross your arms and your legs, and we're just going to take some deep breaths. Now, breathing exercises can be done a couple of different ways, okay? So you can either breathe in through your nose and out through your nose, or you can breathe in through the nose and really push that air out of your mouth. Like you're blowing out candles, just to push all of that air out of your lungs. So we're going to do the breathing exercises. You can, you can pick your preferred method. And during the exercise, what I want you to do is focus on your breathing and focus on your counting, okay? So when you breathe in, and I want you to feel it expand in your chest and expand in your belly. You're going to count one. Push all that air out. Push all that air out. Count two. Breathe in, breathe in, breathe in. Count three. Push it out, count four. Breathe in, count five. And you want to do your counting in your head, okay? So just mentally. Breathe out, count six. And we're going to continue this pattern until you get to 10. And when you get to 10, you want to start over at 1, focusing on counting 1 to 10. You could shut your eyes during this.
We have one more minute, ladies. And last breath. Awesome. Awesome. How do you feel? Do you feel better? I know I feel better. I feel like, wow, I had a busy day and now I just, I just feel centered and relaxed. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. Um, the quote of the week is, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. And I'll tell you that my um, relationship with self-care started kind of because I had pushed myself to that space where I just wasn't doing well mentally, emotionally. I had the physical part down. And what I learned in this journey um, is that it is not enough to eat clean and exercise and hydrate and sleep. Those are all really, really important. But self-care is so vitally important to um, getting rid of that stuff, that stress, that anxiety, that old trauma that can increase your risk of disease. So for me, it was like, yeah, I'm taking great care of myself doing all these things, but there's another layer of it. So we're going to start in bits and pieces because what I want to do is make this successful and sustainable for you. Okay. And I don't want you to feel overwhelmed that you're making a lot of big life changes all at once because some people do well with that. I always tend to bite off more than I can chew. I'm just that kind of a person. But what I've learned in doing this work with other people is that not everybody is like me. Some people need little steps. So that's what we're going to do. And if you want to bite off more, you can certainly do that. Um, but we will, um, we're going to conquer this step by step together. Okay. So again, the quote of the week is to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. So when I started this journey, I started out with the food component of it. So I had broken my ankle and I had this chronic pain in my ankle. And while I had done a lot of work on my body up until that point, there were some things that just still weren't working. And my girlfriend had told me that it was um, just the sugar in my diet. It was the different things in my diet. and um, so 
what I learned um, from this journey is that there were a lot of things that needed to change. And what I didn't expect was my relationship with myself was going to change entirely. Okay. So um, I want to talk about the different parts of yourself. Okay. Because I think we, I think we often hear about these things, but we don't, um, we, we don't really put in maybe some of the effort or have the awareness of what it can take to increase these levels of self love. Okay. So we're going to talk about self-respect, self-esteem, self-confidence, and self-worth. Okay. So I want to give you some definitions and I really want you guys to think about this stuff. Um, the first one is self-respect. The definition of self-respect is pride and confidence in oneself, a feeling that one is behaving with honor and dignity. How many of you, when I read that definition, were like, oh, like immediately you were like, I could do a better job. Okay, just call, be kind to yourself. We're going to get to it, okay? The second one is self-esteem. Confidence in one, one's own worth or abilities, self-respect. Um, self, that was self-esteem, okay? Self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. Self-worth, I coin as a financial term. What are you worth? What is your self-worth? It's a financial term. What do you, what price do you put on um, yourself? And um, could you be making more money? Do you deserve to be making more money? Um, I think what I know is that money affords us options as women. Money affords us options to be independent and be free. And um, it, that is so precious. That just is so precious. Um, and so as I read over those definitions, were there some things that you thought about that you could be improving in your life to be able to raise your levels of self-whatever? You know, for me, um, one of the things that I had to realize was one of the big aha moments I had was when I say I'm going to do something for myself, when I say I'm going to do something for myself, and I don't do it, then what happens is I end up breaking big problems. I end up breaking promises to myself. And that becomes an issue. So when you're talking about self-respect, pride and confidence in oneself, a feeling that one is behaving with honor and dignity, so many times when we break our promises to ourselves, we are out of alignment with that. Does that make sense? When we have self-esteem issues, um, self-esteem is confidence in one, uh, one's own worth or abilities, self-respect. And for that, it is definitely a challenge 
when you don't do what you say you're going to do for yourself. Okay. Um, and then self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, or judgment. How often are you making decisions that don't align with your higher self? And you go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. When we do those things, typically we don't hurt anybody else but ourselves. And that can become a big problem. Give me just a second. So then why is this doing this? This is being silly. Hold on really quick. Let me just change this. Oh, what did I do? What did I do? Hold on. There we go. Okay, cool. So then what I want you to do for your journaling exercise this week. And yes, there are gonna be journaling exercises, okay? So for the first week, your journaling exercise is to go over all of these different terms. And I want you to go into self-respect and I want you to journal. What are the things that you could be doing to increase your level of self-respect what are the things you could be doing to increase your levels of self-esteem and self-confidence and self-worth are there um you know i work i am i'm an entrepreneur i worked in corporate america and i worked in finance for about 15 years and so what i learned in that place was I, you know, here's the thing, I was making, um, I was doing the job of somebody five pay grades above me when I was in corporate America, and I just knew I was worth more money. And so I decided to go out on my own, start my own business, become an entrepreneur, because it was worth more money. And for that, I had to evolve into an entirely different person. But that is how I went about raising my self-worth. With my self-respect, um, feeling that one is behaving with honor and dignity, there were things I had to give up in there. Like, I, I always joke about this, like, I love Taco Bell, but I, I had to give that up when I wanted to become a different person. I used to be a smoker. I used to smoke cigarettes, a lot of cigarettes every day. And um, when I went through this, this evolution of overhauling my lifestyle, smoking cigarettes no longer aligned with me. There came a point in my journey where I gave up alcohol. Like, I'll drink every now and then and get a little silly, have a couple of drinks and take the edge off. But for the most part, when I do that, I do not like the way it makes me feel. I've just been... Um, pretty much void of alcohol for about six years now. And I can tell you my mental and my emotional state is so much better as a result of giving up those things that I used to soothe with. And that keeps me in alignment with honor and dignity for myself. Um, for my self-esteem, confidence in one's own worth or abilities, something that I've started doing is pushing myself out of my comfort zone. 
um, physically. Uh, this year, after six years of saying I was going to, I'm learning how to hunt. And hunting for me is pushing myself out of my physical, mental, and emotional comfort zones. I'm a city girl. I love my high heels and pretty lipsticks and, and cute outfits. And so going out into the elements and pushing my body, um, this last weekend, I hiked 17 miles in back country, which is like no joke. I mean, it's really rough. It's really tough terrain. But what was so incredible was how well my body held up and how well my mental held up. And I didn't get anxious or stressed out or frustrated at one point. I just, I had such great confidence in myself that I could do it and that I would be okay. And then I came home and I wasn't even sore the next day because my body is just a really fine tuned machine. And so these, these are my examples. I'm, I'm sharing my journey with you, but what are those unique things that you could do? You know, so I want you to, I want you to journal about these different aspects of your life. And then another journaling exercise I want you to do is if you could have your life look any way, physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially, what would your life look like? I'm talking details, ladies. I want all of the real deal details. And I would love for you to be able to just visualize it in your head, write it down and feel the emotions, feel the emotions. So often I, I find that we settle for less than we really, really want. And and it's so important to want and need and be able to receive. I feel like as women, we just put our needs and our wants in the back burner, and that prevents us from re really receiving the things that we hunger for in life. And then we get to a space and we're like, is this all life has to offer me? You know, and so this, this is designed to help you put the focus back on you and getting your life back to satisfying um, and getting your life looking the way you want it to and learning how to live life by design and being able to design it yourself. Okay. So that is some exercise for you. Um, just some reflection time and some time to evaluate where you're at. And there's no wrong or right answer to any of this. Okay. And then um, for our physical exercise this week, we're gonna talk about hydration. Hydration is something simple that we can all do that has massive health benefits, okay? So we're gonna talk about hydration from a physiological standpoint. And actually, we're gonna talk about it from a mental standpoint as well. Um, so drinking enough water each day provides a number of benefits. I love my Hydro Flask. This one is 32 ounces, and I drink a bunch of these a day. Truly, the only advice that I think a Cosmopolitan magazine ever gave me that was worth it was that it girls, like, you know, the girls that have it all, um, they guzzle water. 
And I was like, they were like, if they don't drink water, they guzzle water. And I took that to heart and I took that seriously. And when I am guzzling water, I feel so good physically, mentally, emotionally. Okay. So drinking enough water provides a number of health benefits to your body. It carries oxygen and nutrients to your cells, as well as carries waste out of the body. Um, this is why water is a key component to detoxing your body. If anybody's ever done like a detox program, you know one of the, the keys to the success is drinking a lot of water to help your body flood those, to flush those toxins out, okay? Um, water helps regulate your internal body temperature. Our joints benefit by getting lubrication from water. And water, because we're made up primarily of water, our internal organs are cushioned, right? Like what do they float around in? They float around in water. Um, so it's really, really important for our health. Our human brain is composed of 95% water. Our lungs are 90% water. Our blood is 83% water. Muscles are 76%. And bones, surprisingly, are 22% water. I actually was kind of shocked to hear that. Um, we lose water every single day by excretion, which is waste, um, breathing, sweating, digesting. Okay, so we lose a pretty substantial amount of water every day just having our body operate. Um, I don't know about you ladies, but I am a sweater. Like I sweat. <laughs> so so um, I definitely need to hydrate like constantly. Uh, I always use the rule of thumb, like your urine should be close to clear. And that means you're properly hydrated. Um, dehydration, um, and I have a story about dehydration. Um, it can cause a variety of issues, including headaches, fatigue, loss of focus, dizziness, and in some severe cases, fainting. Uh, water balance must be water, uh, more water in than water out. Um, otherwise, the body will retain water. Okay, I don't know about you, but I retain water like a 90-year-old woman. Like, that is just a thing. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's hereditary or what, but literally, if I get dehydrated, I can retain as much as eight pounds of water weight, which makes my face look bloated, which makes my fingers bloated, which makes my feet swollen, and I'm in my 30s. So this has always been a thing. But what I learned in new, studying nutrition in college is that that is a survival mechanism. So if you're not drinking enough water, your body will retain water because it doesn't know the next time you're going to hydrate it. So if you want to get rid of that water weight, drinking lots and lots of water will help you just your body get rid of that excess water weight, okay? Um, and I'll tell you something interesting. When I was 17, I had a really severe episode, and my mom took me in and out of um, a neurologist's office. I was seeing double for a few days. Uh, I had like a lot of problems. And one of the things it turns out, and, and I learned this just by keeping a food diary, 
was that it was dehydration that was causing those episodes. And so when I say it's serious, it's really, really serious. Um, water also helps maintain our electrolyte balance and our electrolytes are vitally important to our nervous system. So if you're somebody who is dehydrated, um, something you can do, what works for me to replenish my electrolytes, or if you're somebody who exercises a lot or drinks a lot, a lot of water, this girl, um, what you can do to replenish your electrolyte levels is take um, 12 ounces of water and take um, like three tablespoons of lemon juice, just dump it in there, and then take two tablespoons of Himalayan salt. It has to be a salt that has minerals still in it. So if you have another salt that you use that has the minerals actually in it, sea salt typically is stripped of the minerals, I find. So I just, I trust Himalayan salt because I can see the minerals in there. Those colors in the Himalayan salt that make it pink and pretty, those are minerals. That's what causes that color, okay? So just dump some of that, stir it all up, and chug it like you're back in college, and that will help replenish your electrolyte levels, and then um, obviously hydrating accordingly thereafter. Um, so hydration is something that costs you very little, and it has massive health benefits, okay? Um, your body will, when your body is retaining water and you're dehydrated, it will prioritize giving that water to your healthy cells, and it will not give water to the less healthy cells. We want all of your cells supported. Like that is just so important. Um, and then the thing we're gonna focus on for your mental health and your emotional health this week is the breathing exercise I had you do at the beginning, okay? So breathing in the Western world and probably globally at this point, we all breathe wrong. We breathe from our chests. We should not breathe from our chest. We should breathe from our diaphragm. We have these huge lungs that can, they can just fill up with so much air. But we use a fraction of our lung capacity when we breathe every day. And that, res that restriction can cause us to be tense. It can cause us to be anxious. It can cause um, a variety of health issues, okay? Anger, tension, fear, those are common things that can lead to shallow breathing, as well as like we all like to suck it in. And so we don't breathe properly. And um, that can cause big problems for our body. Um, so really focusing on your breathing levels can improve and return the oxygen level to where it's supposed to be. Deep breathing improves digestion, helps with detoxification, helps to bring your pH more alkaline, which is important for your um, risk of disease. It can improve your posture and increase your energy levels by increasing the oxygen level. Obviously, it increases your blood flow and it releases natural endorphins. So it actually can be a natural painkiller, which is really awesome. So you know when you're 
I don't know, for me, like I, I was hiking this weekend and I fell on my elbow. I got a nice little, I got a nice little, oh, you can't see it. Um, but it hurt like pretty bad. You know, I hit that nerve. You know what I'm talking about? The one that makes your elbow, your arm go dead. I hit it just right. And I was like, <sighs> I just took a few breaths and then I was good to go. It's still sore, but it's a lot better than it was on Sunday. So um, I think that that's why that's our natural response is just like, oh God, that hurts, you know? And, and if it's not, if your natural response is to hold your breath, just keep that in mind. If you breathe through it, it gives you those endorphins to help you with that pain. Um, but also, you know, from doing the five minutes of breathing exercises at the beginning of this, like you feel good when you just take that time to do that breathing and that counting. So your homework for the week, okay, is to do the journaling exercises. And I will send all of this to you. You don't, if you want to write it down, you can, but I'll send this all to you in your action items. Um, just like, um, at the end of this, because I'm going to send out the recording to everybody as well. Okay. So your goal is to do your journaling exercises, take five minutes a day and do the breathing exercises that we did at the beginning of this and to hydrate yourself. Your goal is to take your body weight and divide it and drink two thirds of your body weight in ounces every day. And especially in Colorado, we live in such a dry climate. And so we struggle to be hydrated more than people who live in a moisture climate, okay? So just keep that in mind. And then um, for an emotional health exercise, just remember, what do you want your life to look like in all those facets of your life? And then journaling about how you can improve your different areas of self-love, okay? And that, I think, is enough for week one. So I love you, ladies. I am so proud of you for um, keeping your commitment to yourself. And I am available through text message and phone calls. So if you have some clarifying questions, feel free to pick up your phone. I love phone calls. If you feel like text message is a better option for you, please feel free to text me. Um, there's no little, too little, too big. Just ask me and I'll be happy to answer it to the best of my ability. And I would love to hear how you're doing with these exercises. So um, feel free to check in with me if I don't check in with you right away. And um, I love you ladies, and I'm thinking you all strong and successful this week in our first week of our self-care campaign. So thanks again for participating in this, and I'm so excited to hear about all of your amazing wins.